0: listening to the Festival of Football, presented by Billy Harvey and Henry Barrett. Alright everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Festival of Football podcast. Today me and Billy's going to be talking about basically the manager merry-go-round that's going on in the Premier League and uh, rumours about where they're all going and everything else and then we're also going to go through some West Ham and Tottenham transfer rumours that we're both hearing and uh, yeah, have a good old chit-chat. So anyway,
1: Bill, how you been, mate? Yeah, not bad. Not bad on holiday this week. So it's nice to have a, a week's break to do absolutely nothing. And the weather's been good, so you can't really go wrong. Yeah. Weather well, um, has been bad, to be fair.
0: Yeah, me, mate. I, I played football last night, mate. and I, I'm absolutely knackered today. My legs, my back. As uh, that, uh, Danny Glover once said, I'm getting too old for this shit.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say there's a song for that as well, isn't it? My neck, my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole other subject.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Right. So yeah, we start off with the managers, mate. Craziness. Like it seems like everyone's decided, oh you know what, this year we're gonna this summer we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave clubs, you've got Palace, you've got Wolves, you've got Everton now, Tottenham, mm-hmm. all about managers. I mean, from what I'm hearing. You've got uh, Lampard going Palace. Um, Then it was Nunes Nunes going Palace. Now, Nunes is going Everton. Now, Ancelotti's left. Then you've got, uh, as I said, Lampard going Palace. Um, You've got Conte going Tottenham. Last week, it was Pochettino. Now, it's Conte. So, then rumours about Pochettino using Tottenham, I think, probably, probably right to be honest. Um, but yeah, with the Everton one, I mean you can't really be say you're surprised really with Ancelotti going to, back to Real Madrid. You know, he's he did what, he did all right there, didn't he? He won the Champions League with them and stuff. So if they ever come calling, it's probably double his wages or something or whatever. He's gonna he's gonna be happy with that. And then you've got obviously all the rumors start, and you've got David Moyes being linked going back to Everton. I mean I don't think he will because obviously he's in Europe, West Ham, he's he's building something there, but there's this history, you know, the sentimental factor. So I don't know. But I'm hearing Nunes might go there. I'm hoping it's the case. I can't believe I'm actually sitting here saying, no, Moyes, you have to stay
1: one of those things isn't it like you've you've seen like Ancelotti like you mentioned gone to Real Madrid I mean it doesn't take much to leave Everton to go to Real Madrid does it let's be honest and then thinking about it next season El Clasico is going to be the battle of two former Everton managers you've got Ronald Koeman at Barcelona if he stays and then Ancelotti at Real Madrid so it's like an Everton derby which is it just goes to show that state that those two clubs are in if those are the two managers they've gone for um but, yeah, and then you've got who will take over at Everton. Like I, I was seeing yesterday there was a lot of talk about Steven Gerrard going to Everton, and I was like, this cannot be true. There's no way he would do it. There's no chance. I don't think he would do it, but he'd be a good fit. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't think Gerrard would be a good fit at Liverpool, personally. I just don't think he... I think as a legend of the club, as a player, you should never go and manage that club. I just feel like you're going to tarnish your reputation. Like, look at Lampard. Yeah. Most of their fans wanted him gone, but they're not going to say it because it's, you know, their legend, their player, you know? And that's where it gets... The, you have to let your head rule your heart. And some people can't do that. So I don't think Gerard should ever go to Liverpool. I think he should... If he's going to go to Everton, it's just, it's just a job at the end of the day. It's not like he's... Gone and playing there, and he's going to win trophies by playing and, and scoring goals against Liverpool. It's as simple as that, really. But
1: yeah, I, don't I think Gerard's done the smart thing. Like Lampard, I know the opportunity came and he managed Chelsea, but he was far too inexperienced. Like he, like you said, he should have thought about it and gone. Actually, will this chance come again? Probably not. But will it ruin my managerial career if it doesn't go right? Yes, and it has. Because they were talking about him being a young, promising manager. Now you know he's not won anything with Chelsea, and they spent all that money and all yeah. of the rest of it. And then you can see what Tuchel's done with Chelsea afterwards, when they had an experienced coach. So this is, this is it, mate. I mean, you look at
0: it as a manager, you've got to have a philosophy. You mm-hmm. can't just go in and wing it. And I think like that's what Lampard's done. He went in and winged it. And I, I was watching a lot. I watch a lot of talk sport now, and uh I was watching some guy talking on there. he reckons that Lampard deserves a Champions League medal because he got Chelsea so far in the Champions League. I mean, to be fair, he made a good point about if a player plays the group stages and then he leaves in January, Mm -hmm. he gets a Champions League medal if that team goes on to
1: win it. So why should the manager? But I'm like, come on, it's a bit stupid. It's a stretch, isn't it? But I I can see where the logic applies, but... I think it's different for the managers because you wouldn't want it though, would you? Say for example, you got sacked from Chelsea and then you get a Champions League winning medal. You haven't won it, like you haven't personally done it. As no, a... Like as a do you know?
0: What it's like it's like you break up with your ex and then a new boyfriend gets her pregnant and then she calls you and says, "Oh, I'm going to put your name on a child's birth, birth certificate." I was just having a drink
1: on it spy all over the screen. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's, a, it's a
2: good
1: analogy. Someone yeah, it's true. Yeah, he shouldn't be getting a Champions League medal. Like I think sometimes on Talk Sport they say things just to get the viewers to phone in to have a go at them. And that's probably one of them that's like got people's backs up, isn't it? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a strange one. But I mean yeah. I have some hope Moyes doesn't
0: go, but it is what it is. Um, So, what are you
1: feeling about Conte? Not another Chelsea reject. Like he's a proven winner. To be fair, like he's won Serie A with Juventus, with Inter. He did well at Chelsea. He won things. But again, it's it's Conte's way or the highway. It's another mm. Mourinho, basically. He's just not as he's not as outdated as Mourinho. Like he's still quite current. He does have a philosophy, which is fine, but. I just don't think, I can't see him. Why would he want to come to Tottenham? For what reason? To win, to win the Conference League?
0: I think... So, I initially thought, and we both agreed on this, that he'll go Real Madrid.
1: Yeah.
0: But when you dived into it more, in, into it all, the financial situation of Real Madrid, he left in at Milan because he's not getting money to add to the squad. And he's also been told that he has to sell quite a bit of his main... You know, main players like Lukaku and stuff, because Mm -hmm. Inter want more of a young team, and they don't—they they they need the money or whatever. And Real Madrid are rumored to be in the same position; they're rumored to be selling Hazard and um, Varane and all these players because they need the money. Mm -hmm. So if he went there, it would have been the same situation. The only thing I can think of with Tottenham is if they're going to go for him, and he's going to go there, is they've said to him, "Look, if you come, we won't sell Kane." if we do sell Kane we we'll give you all the money so you can bring in who you want and then he, they'll say to him "Is um, loads it is a bag full of money basically that's yours to keep and you're in the Premier League like that's the only thing I can think because like you've done it with Chelsea you've then gone to Inter and done it with them like going to Tottenham to step back it realistically is.
1: It is massive. Um, that's why I don't understand why he would want to do it. Like, you've won the Premier League. Like, OK, maybe there isn't another job in Europe at the moment, so there's no really big jobs in the Bundesliga or the PSG job isn't available. And there's, there's the Barcelona or Real Madrid is now not available either. So he's probably four... That's the only thing I think, you know, that Pochettino goes Tottenham and then he goes
0: PSG. That's the only thing I can think of. But other than that, if he does go to Tottenham, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a weird, a weird appointment in my opinion. It'd be good for Tottenham and their fans, because as you said, he's a proven winner. But are you, are users fan base prepared to have that kind of football again? Because you, you know, he plays five at the back. He, and I don't think Kane works in the five at the back, because you know he needs people in and around him. If you're playing five at the back, three in midfield. You know that don't leave that many players around Kane or running beyond Kane, which he likes to do. You know with Son. So yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a
1: strange it's one, a isn't point. it? I, I, if we play the same sort of formation that England play with Southgate at the World Cup, I think we'll be fine because he plays wingers in the in the five at the back as well with like Rashford and Sterling etc. So I think it Kane will be fine. But I watched Kane last night, and to be honest with you, if he goes, it'd be actually be a blessing for us. He 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 comes too deep now. Like he's he was on the halfway line spraying balls. It was like, no, that's not your job. I, like, I saw
0: highlights of that game last night, and that chance he missed. Yeah, it was reminiscent of the uh, Croatia game in the World Cup. He only had to go near post, but he tried to go back across the keeper. It was actually easier for him to score than miss that chance. And as much as he's, everyone calls him a professional, and he's focused on England. He's got to be thinking about his next move, mate. He's got mm-hmm. to be. Because at the end of the day, it'll be his last move, his last big move. He's probably going to go from, what is he on, like 100 and a grand at Tottenham? He's probably. probably going to shoot up to 300 if he goes Man City or something. So you can't help but think about that kind of money. You know, it's just a
1: natural, normal thing. It is, what it is make- isn't it? Is yeah. You know, if he does go and say Conte does come in, you will get a lot of money for him because Daniel Levy's good in the transfer market in terms of he drives like a hard bargain. The players we bought might not be great, but he gets them for decent money. And I think we'll probably get about 120 million. And if he's going to reinvest that, there's players out there that we could, we could buy. And especially like if Conte comes in and you, I know we, yeah. like Lukaku would have come, but maybe. Someone, like you, don't,
0: you don't know. You don't. You, I've learned in football, mate, you can't ever, never say never anymore because so much crazy shit's happened. And that's why I'm saying, you know, like we'll move on to it in a minute about the rumours and stuff. Like it's a big transfer window for both West Ham and Tottenham. And, you know, as I said, we'll get on to it in a minute, but it's, it's a big, big one. But going back onto the managers, I just feel, you know, if David Moyes leaves West Ham, it's only the owner's fault. Mm-hmm. Like if he goes back to Everton, Mainly because let his, his contract's going to run out. I think if it's not run out already, it's going to run out. It is what it is. Um, but I mean, I, 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 I have got no idea. It's just one of the things. I just I hope that they keep him. They say to him, look, here's your your deal. Here's what you need. Take whatever you need, get whatever you need to get in some window. But other than that, it's it's, it's, it's a crazy time. It's it's un, really it's unprecedented, isn't it? I think the only other time this happened with managers was when I think Liverpool was out of manager, Man City was out, and then that's when they brought in Pep and Club, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I it was a. I mean, I can't remember a time when there's been this many. Good quality managers out of a job. So you're talking about Conte, Allegri. Uh, who else is out of a job? Well, yeah, those two in particular. And it's a summer where it's going to be a knock-on effect because if they take managers from other clubs, they then need to find managers as they need to find managers as well. And you could see some like really strange appointments, like the Crystal Palace one. Frank Lampard going to Crystal Palace would be that's a weird one because. They are a club that are just happy to be in the Premier League, and for him Mm. as a manager, like what really could he achieve with them? Probably nothing. They had
0: it it goes back to Lampard not really having a philosophy, Mm. in my opinion. And he's going to play good one week, play bad the next week because he doesn't. I look at Lampard, I don't see no philosophy in him. When he was at Chelsea, he didn't have a set team. He didn't have formation he was chopping and changing every week you can do that at Chelsea and get away with it you can't do that at Palace I think it'll be a good appointment and it'll be where he can you know what's, what's that saying about Chippy's teeth or whatever it is you know yeah get, 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 get his experience but I don't know me personally if Lampard's career does go good in management I see him at West Ham eventually
1: Oof, what they have having back, though. I mean, after all the stuff that happened
0: when he left. Mate, ultimately, I don't care what the fans want. Ultimately, it's not about what the fans want. And if if, if the fans don't realise that in football by now, they're never going to realise it. We, the board will only do what they want to do. And at the end of the day, most fans are fickle anyway. I mean, at the end of the day, if Lampard went Palace... We got him into Europe for example and we're struggling and Lampard's proven himself as a manager you're not going to take him because of yeah. what he did in the past like be real man at the end of the day it is what it is but I, I, it's, it's football at the end of the day. It's, it's, not, it's not like he's killed someone do you know what I mean He he left the football club because
1: we sacked his dad I mean it is what it is yeah, yeah, and it was a long time ago as well, wasn't it? To be fair, a lot of fans like me, like younger fans, won't even know the situation that happened. The thing happened. with
0: Lampard, right, was we give it to him and he gave it back, kissing the Chelsea badge and whatever, because mm-hmm. we give it to him. Yeah. We used to call him Big Fat Frank. <laughs> and, like, and then they used to be like, one, curry two, curry three, curry four, and then it was like, there's an old song about it, mate. You know, like, yep. they used to eat all these food. Like, they used to, we used to give it to him all the time as fans. So, if you're going to give it, you've got to take it. It's, that's the way it is in life, mate. Yep. So, yeah, me personally, I won't give a shit. I mean, there's not one person in this world that I'd say, oh, I'll never have it again. Like me, I'd take Dimitri Payet back in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because other than Paolo Di Canio, since Di Canio, he's probably... Was our best ever player, in my opinion. Yeah, he's the way like... he came in and he was a revelation. Free kicks, he was scoring. It was insane, mate. Um, but yeah, that is what it is. And unfortunately, I don't think we'll get a we will be getting a player like that. But yeah, so Everton, I reckon, will get Nunez. Palace will get um, Lampard. Wolves apparently are getting some geezer called Liga, Ligri or something, I don't know. Probably some Portuguese manager from the Liga Nos. Yeah, I think I think it is a Portuguese manager, but I'm I'm not sure.
1: What a surprise. <laughs>
0: Let me actually, well, I can
1: Google it while I'm here, mate, what I'm about. It's probably going to be someone from like the Liga Nos who's had like decent experience or yeah, it'd be someone strange that we've never heard of.
0: Yeah, most probably. But, what have gotten that, Yeah. So it's
1: L-A-G-E, Lage. Oh, Bruno, Bruno Lager.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah, Bruno Lager. Sorry, mate. Oh, you know I mean? I can't see names very clearly. No, no
1: it's, it's fine. He's one of the... um. I used to get him as a coach on Football Manager all the time. I don't know I know. I think he was a fitness coach, maybe.
0: Maybe now he's a manager. A, he's set to be confirmed as Wolves Manager. Uh, basically if he's granted the
1: work permit. Oh, yeah, because we've got these EU dodgy laws now with stuff. We? I... We'll get, we'll get a, he'll get a work permit. It's fine. We give everyone work permits here. I mean, if a, if a guy who picks um, fruit in the field can get a work permit, I'm sure a football professional. <laughs> <can>. So <laughs> it's not going to be a problem.
0: All right, mate. Well, we move on to um, transfer rumours. Uh, before we move on to the West ham Tottenham rumours, I did hear something. As much as I don't think this is going to happen, but apparently Everton have been offered
1: Cristiano Ronaldo. That's never going to happen, is it? Let's be honest. He'll never go. Never in a minute. If it was Wolves, I'd think, all right, maybe because they've got a lot of Portuguese players. They've got that Portuguese agent as well. You think, all right, there's a bit of truth in that. But there's no chance he goes to Everton. Um, No. No. Because he'll finish 10th and people will laugh at him. (laughs) What? What? Yeah, but I think he's think
0: From what I've seen this season, I think he's he's winding down that, mate. I don't think he he's the same. That He's still an amazing player, but I don't think he's going to hit the levels that he hit. And it's only natural, man. What is he, 34 now? 35? He's
1: older, I think. 36? Oh, he's getting too old, mate. For football, anyway. Yeah. For me, <laughs> I think he'll go back to sporting at some point. Yeah? Look, his last Good season... Shout. because. It is his first club. It's his home, like it's the team that he supports. And to be fair, if he went to Sporting, the the boost that would give to that league would be incredible. Like they, would, you know, yeah. Because they're starting. Is, to he gonna go,
0: is, is he going to go where the money is, though? Is he going to go to America or somewhere? Or you know, look at Slatan went to America, didn't he? Make money. Is he going to go to uh, a Saudi team? No, no I think like Iniesta went to a Saudi team,
1: didn't he, or something like that? Yeah, but then. That's tarnishing his legacy. If you go anywhere else, that's not in Europe, like to be but honest, mate, he's I, done it all. He's done it all. Yeah, he has. But if you go and you go win the Saudi, win, I think if Ronaldo went to China,
0: I guarantee you he'd be on like seven hundred grand a week.
1: Easy. He's on more than that. At Juventus at the moment. On, I think he's on a million pound a week or Shut a million a week. I think so. Yeah, I think his wages are in mad. That that is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I think he's on something He's on some crazy money at Juventus. That's why they want to offload him because he's basically bankrupt in the club. And he hasn't brought what they thought he would. A million pounds a week. Yeah, to play football. It's brilliant. What, what is that a second? Five thousand pounds probably or something crazy, hundred pounds probably. Something mad. But yeah, he's not brought the success that Juventus had. I'm to be fair, the Juventus didn't even need him. Like, they were winning Serie A. They were getting to Champions League finals without him. They haven't got anywhere near with him. Like, Do you know why they Serie are... Are...
0: It's because he scored that overhead kick against them that year That the, uh, before he went there. He did, yeah. He did. Uh, and they were like, oh, you yeah, know, we've got to get him. But listen, let's move on to the uh, West Ham transfer rumours. So, I've got the page up in front of me. So, some that I've heard already... Um, we're looking at signing another Sparta Prague midfielder. His name's Alex Krill. Okay. Um, he's been recommended, I think, by Suček and Sufal, and obviously they're with him now. On, I think they're with him. I think he's in the Czech Republic squad. I'm not sure, but apparently they've been big in West Ham up to him. You know, telling him to join. It's one of them things that's hit and miss. You don't know. I mean, before Soufal came and Suchet came, we would have been like, "Who the fuck are these idiots?" You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it sure. Turned out great. So he he plays in the middle of midfield. Um, apparently his favorite position is central midfield, between a defensive midfielder and attacking midfielder. So his mate, I think he's more like a box to box player. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Apparently, we're in advance talks for him. So. That deal could be done pretty quick. Yeah, I've also heard I told you yesterday on text, and you're gonna have to tell me the name because I ain't got no chance saying it. But uh, West Ham as well as Southampton are close on signing. Is it Felipe Filippo from Barcelona? Oh,
1: junior, junior Fripo from Barcelona, yeah, Fripo.
0: left back. Yeah. Left back. We're apparently close on signing him. Obviously, this is all rumors, so you can't be 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Um. There is one here that I haven't seen yet, and I've actually just, it's just popped up on, bear with me. So it's, the headline says, new twist in West Ham pla- plan to sign Jesse Lingard after Trent Alexander injury. So, I mean, but knows what that means, but personally, I don't think we're going to get Jesse. He put out an Instagram post saying like how... Like he really thanks West Ham, and you know, it's always going to hold a place in his heart and stuff. And I saw on Instagram as well that he put, I think it was his daughter was in a West Ham kit, and he was she was singing Bubbles. No, I mean, so obviously West Ham's meant something to him, and I mean, we've helped each other. You know, he helped us get Europa League, and we've helped him get should have got Premier England squad. You know, but it didn't really work out, but. It's going to be tough. I mean, would I take him? Yes, I would take him because of what he did. But I wouldn't pay more than 15 to 18 million, mainly because of how he dropped off towards the end of the season. I wouldn't pay that much. So, yes, it's it's, it's it's a tricky one. I mean, I think Man United are basically going to hold off and be like, look, if you want Jesse Lingard, we'll put him in a deal where we get rice or something like that. I don't think they're just going to easily give us Lingard. Mm-hmm. Um I've also read that uh, we're close, well, or not close, but we're looking at trying to get Adam Armstrong. So that was like a good thing for me because I remember I mentioned him to you. You love Adam Armstrong, didn't you? I did, I did. See, I know my stuff. I mean, he'll be a good signing for us, but I don't think, I don't personally think that'll go through. Um, other than that, I've not really heard much else about coming in. I mean, do you hear we're linked to like 50 names, but the ones I've mentioned, obviously are ones that, are close if you know what I mean like there's more there's no smoke without fire mm-hmm. so like, there's, there's something there um so we'll wait and see on them but yesterday I did hear that um apparently Declan Rice like really wants the Chelsea move I said it and I, I said that he would go there it's, it's I know but one. mate it was like a really heartbreaking moment because it's a reality now, isn't it? I I personally didn't think he'd go back there. If you're being rejected by, even if it's your boyhood club, and you've been rejected by them, and they've told you you're not good enough, and you've gone to another team, and they've give you the opportunity, and you've proved you are good enough, why would you go back to that club? I know it's your boyhood club, but why? But fair play, I mean, if he wants to go, I can't stand in his way. I can't be like, oh, you, you, you scum, you snake. Like, they're gonna get fans like that, but I can't be like that because at the end of the day, he's a cut above and beyond West Ham. You know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a big fish in a small pond. If he goes to Chelsea, will he? It'll just be another fish in the pond. Yes, he will. But he's a great player. Um, so we have to do what we can. I mean, if we, if you're gonna set him. As I said to you yesterday, I'll take I'll take 50 million on the on the condition that we get Abraham in a permanent deal. If they say, "Oh, we'll give you 50 million plus Abraham on loan or something like that," I wouldn't take that deal because I think personally, if we just sell Rice upright, we can get 80 to 100 million based on his potential alone. You know, probably 50, 60 million for what he's doing right now. But his potential of what he's gonna go on to be, you got you can't accept no less than 80 million, mate, because of that potential. Yeah, and over the years, West Ham have sold people for bargain cheap prices. We've got to stand strong on Rice. Apparently, if Chelsea come in with a bid, Rice will basically push for it. He will tell West Ham he wants to leave. I don't know. Uh, I hopefully hopefully feel, and I hope this is true, that the europa league would be enough for him to stay this year but then it could work the other way you could think well you know what i've got west ham to europa league we're never going to get better than this so you know i've done my bit if chelsea come in with a bid for me i want to go i
1: mean but- it's, it's fair enough isn't it i think you can't deny a great player a move away to to go on to bigger and better things mm-hmm. and it's, it's a shame that he doesn't want to stay and see if he can achieve more with west ham but like you said, if you get a lot of money for him and then Chelsea offer you maybe Abraham as a mm. prominent deal, then that's not a bad that's not a bad deal, is it to be honest? Like, 50 million plus Abraham, I think, because
0: we 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 should have technically 60 to 70 million to spend anyway this summer. If they spend it or not, it's another thing, but that's what should be there, at least 60. If you get 50 on top of that, that's 110 million. To spend on players Then you bring in Abraham on the free, basically. That that gives you Abraham and Antonio up front. Then you got 110 million to invest in the team. We can bring in another striker, a centre mid, a left back, a center back, a winger, and a goalkeeper for yeah. 110 million. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. This summer for West Ham is so big. It is like the biggest summer ever, because we're in Europa League, we can actually go out and invest in the team and say, look, players that would never come to us, we're in Europe, come now. And they will because you're in Europa League. You're not in the conference, League, you? you're in Europa League, so they'll take it more serious. And we can improve the team this summer for future uh, seasons. Like, yeah, we, we, might not, we might not win Europa League, we might not qualify for Europe next season, but if you get players in this season to to improve, We've, we can basically become a top eight club every season.
1: Yeah, it depends on the players that you buy, doesn't it? You need, I think, yeah. like you did last time, you bought like Enna Valencia and players like that. This time, I think you need to buy players that are under 25 and just say, look, OK, maybe they're not going to be the finished article now. But in two, three years time, they'll develop. We've... Uh, mm they develop with us and we improve as a team or we get big returns on them. And then you do the same thing again, a bit like what this Leicester is. have done over the years, like we've right. seen with like Kante, Mares, we've been through it before. If you adopt that kind of policy, yeah, you can become a team that stays in that, you know, top, top eight for the next few years. It just, it depends on what they do this summer. Like you said, if they, if you bugger it up now and then you don't finish in Europe again next season, then you're kind of back to the drawing board. That that's my, That is my worry. That is... My big worry, because at the end of the day,
0: if we do mess it up, we don't sign the right players, we don't improve the team the way we should. Technically, right now, we should be beating Arsenal and Tottenham to players because we're in the Europa League. Yeah, I know Arsenal got the history, so players probably would still go there. And Tottenham, if they get Conte and Kane stays, then to play more players will be like, you know what, I'll go Tottenham. I get that. But players that we had no chance of before, we should be able to get now. And we've got to take that opportunity. You've got to, even if the ball think, right, we've not really got the money, you've got to take the gamble. You've got to. You know, they're uh, they're relaxing the financial fair play because it's not worked. We've got to take the gamble. Don't go crazy. Don't spend two, three hundred million. But give David Moyes... The seventy million to spend. Let him go out and just buy players. I mean, we bring this kid in, Alex Krill. He he might turn out to be great, but we need to buy proven as well. You know, I'd go to West Brom and buy that like Pereira. Yeah, he's all right, but he's he's good for West Ham. Is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for West. Yeah, I suppose. That's the I'm not the- saying go crazy like bringing freaking Hudson Odoi. You know Hudson Odoi. That's not going to happen. Bringing like I don't know whatever. I me personally, we're in Europa League. i will go to Torino and say for that. Uh, what's his name? Barini. Oh, Bellotti. Bell- say, I, I said I was going to say Bellotti, and then I changed it for Bellotti. I'd say look, he's thirty million.
1: I think I think he's gone to Roma on a free. You know, if I remember right.
0: And
1: yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think yeah. his contract was up. I think I think he's gone. I can't remember, but. Yeah, he's a good striker. He's got okay, pace. Like, that's the sort of player we'll to go for, because they're
0: they're on the cusp of, they're too big for the team just outside of Europe,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but they're not the sort of player that a top four club in England is going to buy. Yeah, and that's the sort of player we have to get. We have to go for that sort of player, because we're at the moment we're always competing with the likes of. Leicester and and I'd say I'll put Tottenham in that bracket because yeah. I don't think Tottenham can buy the world elite players. So we're right. competing with these players. We've got to, we've got to do it. We've got to, this summer is the most crucial window in West Ham's history for me, straight up.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is like you said. You've got to get it right, and you've got to bring in players that again you're going to be able to develop and then potentially sell on, or they drive you on to the next level. And then you sell yeah. them for a big fee anyway. I think that's the only way that you guys can do it. And I think Tottenham, we've got to do the same thing as well. We've got, this is a big summer for us too. And we need a massive clear out. Like I've said before, like pretty much half the squad needs to go. It won't happen because it doesn't happen like that. And we need to bring a lot of good players in. And I was just looking at the, the um, some of the transfer rumours. They're saying that we're going to bid for Zaha. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't even give you a pound for him. Like He will bring, I'll tell you the two things that he'll bring An attitude problem and inconsistent performances Yeah, Those are the two things that he brings And Crystal Crystal Palace is where he's at But that's his level, unfortunately I think 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 he
0: he would be better at West Ham, personally But then again, he won't want that Because it's not the big club that he wants to go to he, He doesn't do it consistently enough to go to a big club
1: he doesn't. And you can say, okay, he can make excuses while well, my teammates are this and they're that. But you're at the level you're you drag, at.
0: Mate, you drag, if you've got weaker teammates, you drag them forward. Look what Pyatt did for West Ham that season. He dragged players. You know, he made Mark Noble look like Priam Iniesta, <laughs> yep. Priam Shabby. Well, I'm, yep. I, I'm I'm stretching a bit there, but you know what I mean. I know what you it, mean.
1: Yeah, it's like last night's game with England, David Alaba was playing left wing. I was like, what's it? But you could see that he was dragging his teammates to a better performance. And that's just one player that Osher had. So Saha, he can do that for Palace. But then he has games where he's quiet and he does a couple of step overs. And it's like... Oh come on! Like you're better than this. Like he is better than this. I just don't think he has the attitude to make himself better. He's
0: getting too old as well now, isn't he? That big
1: move. Yeah, this is his last big move. Wherever he goes now, so and it's not going to be Tottenham because we don't want another player with an attitude problem. Like people said, Berbatov had an attitude problem. He was just arrogant, but he had the quality to back it up. Zaha is just arrogant and doesn't have the quality. So I wouldn't want him. That'd be a waste of money. And then I was reading about Chelsea going for Kane. They want to give us Abraham and Kepper.
0: See, I think if it weren't for the rivalry between you and Chelsea, that suits all parties, mate. Because Chelsea need that striker. And Abraham will be great at Tottenham. I really do think that. And I don't think Kepa is as bad as people make him out to be. I just think he's at the wrong club.
1: He's awful. He's an awful goalkeeper. Like he has no pre- As a goalkeeper, he has no presence. He just... Mm. He, and I get why Chelsea bought him at the time, because he was in form. He was at Atletico Madrid, and it was like shades of David De Gea all over again. And then he's come well,
0: to I was and- about to say that to you. I was about to say that David De Gea, it, it makes me think David De Gea. When he first came to the Premier, he was exactly the same. But he wasn't dropped out of the team by Man United. He was given time to improve. And I
1: think that's what Kepa needs. He's not going to get that at Chelsea. And I'll, I'll, I'll take Kepa at West Ham. Yeah, but that's about his level, though, isn't it? Like for us, no offense, but we need a better goalkeeper. And the, the thing is, there's not many about. And the problem if, with that is, is that Arsenal are probably going to sign the best young goalkeeper on the planet, in Andre Onana. Mm. And that that was one signing that I thought we should make, either him or the Croatian goalkeeper that I mentioned last time, Laikovic. You do
0: know that uh, Onana has a error in him.
1: He does, but he's a modern goalkeeper, so he's a sweeper-keeper, can play with his feet. He's, he's... Yeah, but I, the way I look at it, mate, is if he goes Arsenal, with how shoddy they are at defending,
0: he's just going to become another calamity. Could be. Like, he's a good goalkeeper, and I rate him highly, but you're only as good as your defence at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And obviously we've got big problems in defense as well that we need to sort out. Um, So it's a big summer for us. Like we're not, I haven't seen any defenders that we're linked with. So we need a center back. We need a right back desperately as well, because our center backs are not good enough. Like we mentioned before Um, it, it's going to be a big summer for us. Like if we sell Kane and then he doesn't reinvest the money wisely, we haven't even got a manager yet. So that's why we're not really being linked with anyone because I'm mm. guessing that Levy wants the manager to buy the players, which is not such a bad thing. But then, if you're looking at someone like Conte, is he just going to do what he did at Inter Milan and bring in all these like Premier League rejects instead of this time it's going to be Serie A rejects? And you're like, oh, yeah, mate, mate, you can end up with Ashley Young. Oh, fucking hell, Jesus Christ! Yeah, we're going back to the days when we had like Les Ferdinand and Darren Anderton and these kind of players. Like, hey, mate, put respect on Les Ferdinand's name. <laughs> no, he was a good striker back in the day, but when we had him at Tottenham, he was finished. So, I mean, Newcastle he was a great player. Like, he, he was a great, great striker, but at Tottenham, he was finished.
0: When he was at West Ham, he was
1: finished. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a good, he was a good player, but it, we're going, hopefully, we're not starting to see us go backwards because we've had years now, what about 10 years where we've been going forward? Okay, we've been up and down a little bit, but mm. we, we, it all we, depends, mate. It all depends on what you do with Kane and
0: it's a bit similar, you know, like West Ham and Tottenham situation. Like last time we got Europe, although we went out in the qualifying round, we bought all shoddy players Mm -hmm. and this time we can't do that. That's why it's a big thing. We have to invest. We're in the group stages. We have to buy decent players that are going to take us to that level. Yeah. Last time they sold their big key player, they bought trash, Yep. and they eventually had to bring that same player in on loan to try and help. If they sell Kane, they can't afford to do that again. They have to buy players that are going to, not only, you can't replace Kane, but not only are you going to, you know, try and fill that void. Because if you sell Kane, you're losing 20, 30 goals a season. Yeah. Yeah you're not going to get that anywhere else. You might be able to get 15, 15 goals if you bring in another striker. Very unlikely you're going to get a striker that's going to score over 20 goals. So me, personally, you have to fill that void elsewhere. You know? You have yeah. to bring in players that are going to chip in. It's true. I don't, it, it, that's why it's a big summer for both clubs. Are you going to be able to do it? Or are you going to bring in another Lamella again? And uh, what was the other guy's name? Soldado.
1: Oh my God, Soldado! Oh, Jesus, he was—he couldn't—he was a donkey. Uh, even when we signed him, I was like, "What are we doing?" But the thing is, it's like you said—if we sell Kane, you got to find goals from somewhere. And the problem is that Europe and even world football, there isn't a striker that you go, "Oh yeah, actually," like he's going to guarantee get you like, like you said, twenty-five goals in the Premier League. Because, yeah you you could buy say i don't know i know liverpool are probably going to sign my favorite striker which is a bit annoying but um who else is there like you look around europe i mean tottenham are not in a position to buy anyone like haaland would never happen like but no. that's, that's about the only player that you could say i'd have a good shout out. for i think leeds have got more chance sign haaland
0: than tottenham because yeah, of because
1: of yeah. that yeah i'm i'm not saying that we're going to go and get him but what i was saying is that He's probably the only striker in Europe, apart from like Lewandowski or someone like that, that you could say he would score twenty-five goals in the Premier League, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. They're the only striker. they They're not. I
0: think Lewandowski would do
1: bits at Tottenham. Yeah, we would never get
0: him. I mean, but the way I look at it, right? So if he goes Man United and stuff, he's going to score goals. But at Tottenham, he's the man. At Tottenham, he'll be seen as like the Holy Grail. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know. I think, to, for me personally, just looking at Lewandowski,
1: I see him as a great fit at Tottenham, but it we'll happened. never, never happened. Happen. Happen. The, the only player that I was just thinking about that I would like, and it's a bit of a strange one, is the um, Mucin Gladbach striker, turam L- Lillian Turan's son, Marcus turam He can play left or he can play striker. Mm. He, I don't think he'll get 25 goals for Tottenham, but I think he would get you 10-15 goals in the Premier League. Yes. He's physical, he's, he's, he's strong, he's it has yeah. got a decent finish and i don't think we'd have to pay too much money for him. maybe like 25 30 million euros something like that it, this
0: is it like that that's where you've got to, you've got to look, especially with pandemic and covid time
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know there's not a lot of money around so these are the sort of deals you've got to go for but like that's the sort of player that west ham's got to try and get yeah i know i know it's hard um it's going to take a lot of convincing but this is the only chance we have to, to upgrade our team to that sort of level, yep. you know? And I agree, yeah, yeah, it will be a good fit at Tottenham. But that's why I'm thinking Tammy Abraham for Tottenham as well would just be an absolute banging deal. Yeah, he would, but he, he would definitely get 15 goals. He because you look at the way he started that season, this season, mm-hmm. he was he was banging in goals. Was he not top sc- goal scorer at one point? I think him and Calvert-Lewin were up there, weren't they, at the start? Yeah, like, it's insane. It's literally insane. I mean, he was only not, but like, he dropped off a little bit. I get that, but then Lampard went from that stage where he didn't know who his striker that he wanted to use, and yeah, it was crazy, mate. If you if he stuck with Abraham, I don't think he would have lost his job. Big statement, but I think it's true.
1: Yeah, I mean, who knows what would have happened in the season? I don't think they would have won the Champions League with Lampard. No,
0: no, 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 no. They only won that because of. Um, uh, the cool. manager part. Yeah, too cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's a, all I can say, mate, it's a big sum up of both our clubs. And, mm. I mean, history tells you that West Ham are uh, always a letdown.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if we had to qualify for Europa League, we wouldn't do it. So that's why I'm glad that we've actually got to the group stages. But I look at it and I just think, I, I, I don't see it, mate. I, as much as I'm trying to stay positive, every year we we're linked with fifty to sixty players, and yep. we're, we're so close every time. We never re- we, we, we 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 nearly threw away the ben Rama transfer. Yep. Last year, and I'm just like, for God, I can't. I, and I I just know that we're gonna we're gonna mess up already. I, I just got this really bad feeling, and if we do sign anyone, it'll be two or three players and then like, I have this feeling that they'll sell rice mm-hmm. and then the owners will pocket all the money
1: yep I mean we've seen it before haven't we with big transfers and the thing the thing is for you guys as well like you said it's a big summer for us we haven't even got a manager yet and the days are ticking on the euros are coming so you, you no one's going to move really during the euros because you have to come back have medicals and all this stuff so then you've got about four weeks to the season and it's like who are we going to get in and we'll do what Tottenham do normally and buy players on transfer deadline day like we used to like with Jermaine Genus and these type of players it's like oh god what are we doing panic buying we'll panic buy again and it'll be another one of like oh we've bought some like 30 year old centre back from Nice or something and you're like what why
0: because
1: that's the only player Uh, we could
0: get I don't know I think Tottenham should get Pau Torres for centre back
1: but yeah he won't come to us now not that they're in the Champions League yeah
0: I know you say that but I don't know, mate. money talks.
1: It does, it does, and, but we'd have to pay like 55 million euros for him or something crazy, so... No, um, speaking
0: about Villarreal, that was one player that West Ham had linked like with that I've just remembered. Uh, is it Moreno,
1: the striker? Yeah, Gerardo Moreno. From what I saw, I don't want him. He's half decent, do you know what I mean? He's,
0: mate, a he, he scored the goal in the Europa League final, but honestly, like, Against Man United and against Arsenal, he was poor. And I just see him at West Ham being another Sarsam.
1: Oh, I remember him. with his little mm. run for penalties and stuff. <laughs> 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 to be fair, he was a decent player when you bought him, but I think he was overhyped, wasn't he? And everyone thought, oh, he's going to be the next great Italian striker, and he just he was a bit, bit, bit crap, wasn't he?
0: I've no idea what what we did then. No idea, and that that. This is what I'm worried about. I mean, like with David Moyes, this type of manager that if he doesn't get the player he wants, he won't buy anyone. And I, and I get that, but we need to buy players to strengthen the squad. Yep. Otherwise, you know, the Caribbean Cup, you're putting kids out in. FA Cup, you're putting kids out in mm-hmm. to keep your, strong for, uh, your, your squad strong for the Europa League and, and Premier League. If we go out Europa League and we finish fourth, but even second because of that new the win, the way it's structured now is stupid. Yeah. And we don't get the conference thing, then Europe's over. Then you've only got the Prem. And if you're having a bad season in the Prem, you, 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 you're messed up. And that that's why probably players would be a bit more what happens if we go out. And that's where you've got to convince them, you've got to you've got to give them the reassurances.
1: They. The, the only way to um, do that is to sign players. So like if you're signing like a big player, let's just say for argument's sake, it's Lingard for argument's sake. Okay. And he says, well, you know, I'm thinking about it, but w- what are your transfer plans? And you go, well, you know, we're buying X centre back. We're buying this left back. We're buying this central midfield player. Yeah. Rice is going to go, but we're going to reinvest that money and we're going to get this player and that player. And then they suddenly <clears> think, Oh, actually, you know, West Ham are doing things here. Like, okay. Rice is going, but they're bringing in another good player to replace him. And then they're bringing in another striker and they're, and you suddenly he's convinced because then he's like, OK, these guys mean business because they're buying four or five good quality players out of the money they've got. And I think that's the way that you convince players to come as well, is they say, well, yeah. you might go out of the Europa League where well, you can go, actually, we're going to try our best. We're, we're putting all this money into the squad. We're buying good quality players, players that you've heard of, you know, players with good reputations. And then you suddenly got a project on. But it depends if they... If if they buy one player and go, mm, yeah, we're going to keep the rest of the money, and you're like, mm, actually, we could end up finishing in the bottom four next season. That, that, have...
0: That's
1: it. This is it. I don't want
0: to be another Burnley, where you get yeah. into Europe and then you you're struggling in relegation the next year. Like if that happens, then theoretically, there was no point of us doing it. The whole point of us doing what we did in the league this year was to not be a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. To not say. We've done it one year, great for the season, great for the time. Now we go back to where we belong. No, there was a a woman, Tottenham fan, phoned up on Talksport. She was like, Oh, all these West Hams coming out now, piping up. You know, next season they'll be back where they belong and they can shut up I wanna put all them fans, I wanna shut all them fans up. Yeah. Like, I don't expect us to get Europe again next year, but I wanna be in top ten. I wanna be in top eight. Fair enough. And I want to invest in the team now while we've got the chance. Like just 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 do it. I mean, even if we, we finish tenth and we get to like the first knockout round of the Europa League and we and we get a, a really hard team and we lose. Like I'll take it. Because at the end of the day, the money generated you can pump back into the team and you know, add like what you said about Leicester and just buy players and then eventually if you either keep them and they take you to the next level, or yeah. someone comes in and says, all right, then he 60 million. You take the 60 million, you reinvest it again, like you said, and you, and you buy and buy again. Like Leicester, they sold Plante, got Ndidi. he's going to go soon. As soon as he goes, they're invested in another player, build him up, and then whatever. They, they already kind of did it with that Mendy, but I don't think he's at that level. Yeah. So they would have to probably look again, but it is what it is, mate. we we'll have to see. I mean, there's one player... West Ham has been linked with. And it's a West Ham signing. And if they do it, I'm dumb. And, and
1: then it's Phil him. Jones. <laughs> no, Phil Jones. Oh god. That is a West Ham signing, isn't it? Exactly. And if Why they I bring in, in Phil Jones, Jones, mate. He hasn't played football for about two years, has he? No. And
0: if you say you do a good job West Ham, I'll come through the camera and slap you.
1: <laughs> to be fair, he might resurrect
0: his career. No, mate. We can't, we can't, we can't take that risk.
1: He can't take that risk. Yeah. In my the, the, thing, the thing with Phil Jones is that he was bigged up, wasn't he, as a future Man United captain when he came from Blackburn and, you know, he's future England captain and all this stuff. And then he started playing centre-back. I really thought he was a central midfield player or a holding midfield player. I don't think he's mm. a centre-back because he's got too many mistakes in him and he's not that good defensively. But if yeah. he as a holding midfield player to replace Rice, I reckon that would be pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I, 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 I think I can feel a wet fish slap coming on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've seen stranger transfers, haven't we? So you never know.
0: Apparently, yeah. Apparently, West Ham and Newcastle are
1: after him. So I mean, I don't know. Newcastle—that's a good signing for uh, Don't sleep on Newcastle next season. They finished twelve, didn't they? And I know they Wait. were struggling, but they could be a surprise package next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they could, but not with Bruce in charge. You say that, but he finished 12th with them. Mate, that's because the rest
0: of the team was shit down there.
1: Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. They went on a good run and stuff, didn't they? But if he's starting to get things together and they spend... Well, they're not going to spend any money. Let's be,
0: you, know, you know what the bad thing is for Newcastle? They've got two really good players,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but they get injured all the time. So Maximan and Callum Wilson. Yep. If they keep them fit all season, which won't happen, but if they keep them fit all season, yeah, they've got a good chance of in a surprise package, maybe get in the Conference League, Europa Conference League but if what I think will happen they'll get injured, mm-hmm. there'll be another season like this one Yep. and that, that, that that's where Newcastle are at whereas that's why I'm saying West Ham have to invest this summer, so if we get injuries to Antonio, we've got a Tammy Abraham, we've got a Adam Armstrong hopefully, same sort of players, you know I mean, Abraham's just for me a finisher. Antonio, you could then actually even play Antonio behind uh, Abraham or on the wing, you know, and just be like causing havoc. Yep. Or, in my opinion, play both of them up front together. Um, just try, try something yeah. different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I see. mean.
1: Ah. Huh? I guess we'll see what happens. I think we'll yeah. both probably be sitting here before the start of the season discussing the pre-season build-up and be very disappointed in both of our transfer windows. That's 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 the thing I think will happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I can see me predicting West Ham to get relegated if, if they bring that one in. Because personally, a club like West Ham can't handle Europe and a normal Premier League season if they're going to keep the same team we've got in a minute. We've got a decent team for... One Premier League season mm-hmm. as we proved this season, but we haven't got it to do Europe as well. So that's true. true, but yeah. Well, thank you for coming on again, Bill, and having a good old chat. Sorry, right. I enjoy these a lot, mate. And uh, yeah, we're doing how many episodes we've done now? This is the eighth one, isn't it? Number eight, yeah, yeah, number eight. Number eight, well, that's pretty decent, pretty decent. I mean, and we have to just keep saying thank you to everyone because. We get a lot of support and feedback and everyone's enjoying it. Um, obviously, we're not doing two at the week in a minute because obviously times time is like of the essence and uh, we both got a lot of things going on. But we, some weeks we may do two if we get the time, but if not, it'll be one a week from now on. But we'll see what happens. Um, and yeah, as Billy said, we'll be n- nearer to the new season. We'll do previews of the new season. Um, all, all things West Ham, Tottenham, uh, the Euro, uh, the Europa League, the Euro Championship will be the next video most likely where we preview the tournament, give our winners, uh, maybe top goal scorer, player of the tournament, we we'll do all things like that um, to build up to that because I think that'd be pretty interesting. And we'll regularly do maybe transfer rumours as well because I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, people like looking to see. Uh, who's, who's going to sign in, because obviously we, we talk West Ham, Tottenham, but we talk other big ones as well. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Bill, th- thanks for this again, mate. And uh, yeah, everyone, please follow, our, follow us on the socials. Festival of all, football, on all things social media. And yeah, if you have any comments for us, let us know and we'll get back to you. But until next time, So goodbye from Billy goodbye from me and we'll see you on the next one.
1: See you on the next one.